How many of you know that he's able? He's able. He's an able God. He's a healing God. He's a providing God. Because he's able. Thank you, praise team. Such an awesome praise team. Let's give them a hand clap of praise again. They come in and they work hard so that they can usher in the spirit of God. Amen. There's no sense in us being here if the spirit of God isn't in the house. Amen. 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 Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Yes, God. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you glory. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Y'all know the song.
to be praised? Isn't he an awesome and wonderful God? Isn't he good? Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? Do you feel his presence today? Let's give him a round of applause, the Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for this day, your day, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just want to give reverence to God. Oh, my God. And to my Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to give honor to the angel of this house, Pastor Anthony Greer. Give him a hand. That's our pastor. Amen. Amen. And to all of you, my father's children. Amen. Can you all please stand? We're going to pray because God is already here. Amen. Amen. Bow our heads in prayer. Our Father, thank you again for this day. Thank you for just being in the midst, God. We don't take that for granted, God. And Lord, we ask that you come in and have your way today. Lord, I ask that you decrease me and I ask that you increase in me. I ask you, that you hide me behind the cross today, God. Let your people see an image of you upon me. Lord, I thank you for being the God that you are. Thank you for allowing me to speak your word. Let us have a listening ear today, God, and let the word not fall on, on stony ground, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I am a very active preacher. So you want to sit by somebody you can look at, somebody you can say, hey, good morning. Because I'm going to say, you know what? Turn to your neighbor. And if you can turn to your neighbor, and you're going to talk to your neighbor today. That's what we're here for, the fellowship. Amen. Amen. If you can turn to Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the 10th through the 13th verse, that's Ephesians. That's the book after Galatians and before Philippians. Amen. It's the book before, after Galatians and before Philippians. Amen. Sixth chapter. 10 through the 13th verse. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle what not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Remember that. Wherefore, this is verse 13, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil days and having done all to stand. You may have your seats. Amen. Amen. Isn't God an awesome God today? Amen. So I'm going to come to you today. I'm going to speak on the topic or the subject. This 
means war. Turn to your neighbor and say, this means war. So y'all ain't hear me. This means war. We are living in the last and evil days. Life is tough. And the burden at hand, it hands you, can be hard to bear. But you don't need to carry them alone. The question is... How do we respond to the ups and downs of this life? Well, when we were up and feeling good and feeling empowered, you feel like you can take on the world all by yourself. They can't say anything to me because we think we have arrived with our bougie selves. <laughs> I don't want to hear about nothing if it ain't positive. You got the, that air about you. You know how you walk with your nose in the air. We think we are all that. I got paid, and it's Friday night, and it's money in my pocket, and I'm feeling all right. And then here comes the enemy. All up and through your business. He has knocked you completely off of your square. Now what? Then what we do is we suspect, remember that word, the goodness of God. Meaning we doubt God's ability and his goodness while suspect the goodness of God. All my money is gone. My son or my daughter has wrecked my car. My house notes needs to be paid and my bills are due. But most of all, my husband or my wife or my boo thing or my friend has left me. I owe the IRS. I, I lost my job. Now, what am I supposed to do? Usually, when we, have, when we are having good days, most of us will say, oh boy. Because when you're having a good day, you know something is lurking around the corner. Amen, amen. Because when we are happy as Christians, we know that the enemy is right around the corner lurking. The enemy says, oh, I got them now. He thinks he's got you. He comes in, he's scheming, he's grinning, he's kind, and he's happy. But all along, he comes to tear our homes and families apart. Satan is scheming against us. He is watching our every move. He knows how to cause jealousy. He knows how to cause envy among us. He knows just how to stir up things in our household. He knows how to stir up things in our church and he knows how to stir up things on the job, don't he? Satan thinks he's got us now. Well, Satan, this means war. Tell your neighbor this means War. Let's go to work. The Apostle Paul writes in the church of Ephesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, finally, 
Tell your neighbor, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. And now, and know the power of God. Because we don't trust God's power. We doubt it. Remember that word, suspect. We doubted God's power. How many of you went through something just last week? Just today. And you doubted God's power. If, that's the word, remember, if God, if God would see me through this, if God would help my children or my grandchildren, if God would talk to my husband, come on now, if, if God would let me make it to work on $3 worth of gas, if God would keep me clothed in my right mind, come on y'all, y'all not here, if God, if, the word, if, is where your doubt comes in. Everything we think and say, the enemy is right there to hear it. Oh, I'm sick every week. Listen, listen, y'all got to remember not to keep putting stuff in the air. Every time we speak negativity in the air, Satan hears it. I'm sick today. I don't have any money. He come, listen, my family get on my nerves. Come on now, God. Listen, Satan is hearing everything you say. But what we should be saying is, I know my God will. Tell your neighbor, I know my God will. I know my God will make a way. I know he is a healer. I know he is a provider. I know he is Alpha and Omega. I know he is a comforter. I know he is a sustainer. I know he is my Lord. Tell your neighbor this means war. Paul said, put on the whole armor of God. So we can be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. See, the enemy knows how to play you. He can't mess with your present time or your future or your, I'm sorry, or your future time. But he knows what? Your past. He knows what you've been through. Tell your neighbor, the enemy has his eyes on you. Do you know the devil don't just come for you? He comes to destroy anyone that is connected to you. You're pretty special. You're pretty special. Amen. Amen. God is such a good God. Which brings me to my first point. You have to be girded in the truth. Girded. In the truth, the one who walks in the truth in all his ways will be set free. Girded means to be encircled. Remember, if you ever seen a Roman soldier, all right now, you know, we can go to work. If you ever seen a picture of a Roman soldier, the belt would wrap around. Okay, you all should know this. The belt should uh, wrap around the Roman soldier. And what it does, it holds up the armor that the soldier is wearing. So you got to be girded, meaning encircled. All right, so the, the belt 
is a spiritual thing that shows you that you have to be encircled. Apostle Paul stated that the belt of a Roman soldier was put on first. All right? The belt was the hanging point for each piece of armor. Without the belt, nothing would stay in place. Y'all don't hear me. You have to be surrounded by God's word. The truth will chase the enemy away. He must flee. God said it in his word. Jesus said in John 8 to the Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciple. And you will know that the truth will set you free. Amen. It is at that time you should be surrounding yourself with spirit, with the spirit of God. Tell your neighbor, I'm getting ready for war. Which brings me to my second point. You have to be clothed with the breastplate of righteousness. Which reminds me of when I was in my 20s and, and uh, you know, those good old 20s, you know. You know, y'all know about that. I can remember going out to the clubs. I can remember getting my dance fever on. I can remember that. I can remember getting up on Sunday morning. Now, this is real. This is real. I can tell you about this because this is my testimony. I can remember getting up on Sunday morning because my mom said, if you stayed here, you go to church. Those are house rules. That's right, Pastor. So you go to church. So I'm getting up Sunday morning, directing the choir, drunk, sleepy, attending Bible study and rehearsal, and thought I was covered. I had one foot in the church and one foot in the world. So I wouldn't miss nothing until my, <laughs> until one day I encountered the enemy. And guess what he did? He knocked me on my backside. Yeah, I thought that I was covered. I thought that I was covered. Y'all don't hear me. I thought that I was covered. I didn't have my breast plate on and he knocked the wind out of me in chapter 5 verses 8 through 20 to sum it up Paul states you were once walking with the enemy but don't partake of this cup but you were in darkness and now God has is bringing you to the light because the fruit of the Spirit is with all righteousness and truth. Paul states that you were sleepest. That means you were asleep. And arise from the dead and Christ shall give you light. God gave me light that day. He gave me light. I can't come into the church drunk, directing the choir, singing, going to Bible study, thinking that I was covered. I was not covered. Tell your neighbor, put on the whole armor. When we are living an unrighteous life, it just gives Satan more room to walk in and out of our life when he wants to. Satan is ready to attack at any sign of unclean living. Satan will try to sift us like wheat. Satan wants to agitate us in order to cause our faith to fail.
In Matthew 6 and 13, the Lord said, praying delivers us from evil. Ask your neighbor, have you ever been sifted? We are getting ready to prepare for this battle. Now, most of us women have a plethora of shoes. <laughs> a plethora means that's a lot, a lot of shoes in our closet. But Paul states that there are shoes that shouldn't be taken off because it will help you with major things that you're going to go through in life. There are some shoes that you should not take off, okay? These are spiritual shoes. For the men, when you played football, you can remember this, you wore cleats, right? Or spikes. The Roman soldiers wore the same thing, okay? We're talking about we're soldiers, in the army of the Lord. For the purpose was to keep him sure-footed. Okay, keep him from slipping or sliding. Come on now. Okay, and it kept him mobile. It kept him mobile. It was to keep him stationary in battle and in com combat. So we are not easily knocked over, okay? You have to remember that not only do you have to put on the whole armor of God, you have to be girded with the word of truth, also clothed with the breastplate of righteousness, but thirdly, you, your feet has to be covered. Covered. The Bible states in verse 15, your feet shod, meaning protected. With that preparation of the gospel is, is of peace. When in battle, you want to have a, a mindset of peace. The one who brings the gospel to others with, must be able to suffer hardship for the sake of the gospel. You can't be sensitive at the opposition's encounter. You cannot be sensitive. You got to be bold. Like when your feet are bare or on sharp stones, we must have his spiritual shot, meaning protection. The enemy will step right up in the church with you just to knock you off your square. But you have to stay planted planted in the word of truth. You should have brought your weapon with you. You should have brought your weapon with you. So when Satan comes in, you already know. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. Tell your neighbor it won't work. But we're not done yet. Okay, we have to put on the shield of faith. We should have enough faith to say, God, I'm sorry, you should have enough faith to say, Satan, get behind me. Amen. He will not be able to send all his flaming darts at you and at your mind, which has the power to decide whether we will obey God or give in to the flesh. You got to know the difference. Obey God or give in to the flesh. There will be a time where the flesh will try to overrun 
your spirit. At that time, we have to know the difference between right and wrong. Now we have to reach the point that we have to take the helmet of salvation. I'm giving you your information. This is information to make sure you can go up against the enemy. When you're in a war, you have to protect your head. Because when in battle, you don't want, you don't want to sustain a head injury. Because your brain is the control center for the body. And the mind is the control center for the soul. Y'all just missed that. Your brain is the control center for the body. And your mind is the control center for the soul. The helmet protects you. It's hard and it's resistant to everything that rains down from the air. The soul governs the body. So when the enemy is throwing his darts at you, you can put on the helmet of salvation. Because salvation is what? Free. The last piece of armor God's word said that the sword of the spirit is one way to get the devil off of your back, which is the word of God. That's one way to get the devil off your back. Pick it up as needed. This is the only tool he uses, the sword. It is an offensive, offensive weapon. And he uses it in the spiritual realm. He has given it to us to use daily. So we are going against things we can't even see or hear. You can read it in verse 12. We can be attacked at any time when those spirits are coming up against us. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. And the word of God is the only true weapon that can get us through the things that life brings. It is also a defense weapon. It can protect you from the blows that will come. It will shield you from any distractions. It will protect you from yourself. <laughs> the devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy you. Come on now. He don't want the material things. He wants our fruits of the spirit. So his constant attacks try to make us weak. It weakens us. But I know a God who can protect and provide, who reigns in victory, who is, is, is a prince of peace. I will worship him because of who he is. Tell your neighbor, I got my war clothes on. I'm ready for war. Tell the enemy this means war. All right, Earl. All right, in verse 18, it reads, it reads, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. In verse 19, the Bible adds, and for me, tell your neighbor, and for me, need that utter may be given to me that I might open 
my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel. In chapter 6, the Bible states that to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, we are made, we are made suitable. So put on the whole armor of God. I got to get out of here. I'm suited for any situation because I'm going to put on the whole armor of God. Do you know how to look the devil in the face and say, I'm not out yet. Look him in the face and say, I'm not out yet. I'm just getting started like David and Goliath. Not here, not now, because I have my armor on. Put on, put on, put on the whole armor of God. I wish I had about 10 people who can stand to their feet and say, I put on the whole armor of God. When, see, when you a superhero, you got to remember, when you a superhero like Superman or Superwoman, they had to put on their suit, their whole armor suit, so nothing could, could penetrate it. It will prevent you from being stabbed. It will prevent daggers from cutting you. It will prevent bullets from penetrating you. It will allow you to walk through the fire. It will make you praise and worship. It will hold your head up high. It will continue, Lord God, to know who God is. He will keep you stepping and moving because I put the whole armor of God on. I'm girded in the truth. I got my breastplate on of righteousness. My feet are shod. I got my shield of faith on. I put on my helmet of salvation. And I use my sword of the spirit. Tell your neighbor, this means war. This means war. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I ain't playing with the enemy. He had my attention too long. I'm praying without ceasing. I'm walking in faith. I've got my war clothes on. I've got my war clothes on. I'm in circle with God's truth because Jesus paid it all. Jesus paid it all. They hung him high. They stretched him wide. He hung there. Didn't he die? He died. But early, 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 early Sunday morning, he got up with all power, power, power. 
circle with the word of truth. I'm protected. I am ready for war. This means war. That's what we're here for, to praise God. 